0: Kathleen Wynne uh, and the province uh, basically unveiled their pot plan, including online ordering and only 150 standalone stores in the whole province. Ontario government announced the framework to manage the sale and use of marijuana, which they will do. And they're not opening it up to anyone else that, you know, is an entrepreneur out there. And, you know, so I believe you're not going to be able to market it, although it's the government. So they market the LCBO with a fancy magazine. You know there's going to be some sort of magazine, online magazine or something, to tempt your uh, taste buds with. But uh, they say that uh, 80 standalone stores will be open by July 1st, 2019, roughly 150 by 2020 for the entire province. Doesn't seem like enough for me. Uh, Not personally me, but I'm just saying it doesn't seem like enough when I look at this. Online distribution that will be available across Ontario from July um, 2018 onward, maybe that's the deal. They're going to drop it off to your house. And a proposed minimum age of 19 to use, purchase, and possess possess uh, recreational cannabis in Ontario. They say the uh, main goal of uh, the plan will be stopping the sale of illegal, unregulated, and unsafe cannabis. Here is Charles Sousa, who is, of course, the finance minister of the province. Here's what he says about the uh, the framework.
1: These dedicated stores would only sell cannabis. They would not sell alcohol. We will not permit products to be visible. We are planning for approximately 150 stores by the end of 2020, with about 80 operational in the first year.
0: Wait a minute. I can't look at my weed before I buy it? It's like back to the old days of the LCBO when you go up and you check Crown Royal and then you go, they go into the back and they get it for you. Imagine how unuser-friendly that's going to be the fact that you cannot look at the weed that you're going to buy so you don't know you know, all about it, I just think it's going to, is that, that's going to deter people uh, from actually smoking pot. And if it's legal, why are you deterring people? Okay, here's Sousa again about the price.
1: In setting that structure, I can tell you that we will be guided by two important considerations. First, we want to set the price to discourage the reliance on the illegal market. We've heard from law enforcement that it can't be set too high. Second, we want to ensure it is not low that suggests we are encouraging consumption. Because we are not. As public health experts will tell you, that would be a mistake.
0: I love how he lingered on can't be set too high. All right, we're joined now by Bruce Linton, friend of the show. Of course, he is with Tweed and a cannabis... uh, growth and uh, he's been on the canopy growth rather he's been on the show a few times before so i uh i am so sorry that i got the name of the company wrong i can't believe i did um how you doing bruce
2: i guess i should say Hi, <laughs> how
0: are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, Bruce. You? I'm great. Uh, Bruce is the chairman, Hello. CEO and co-founder of Canopy Growth, by the way. Um, Bruce, you are one of 58 medicinal marijuana suppliers in Ontario. You know, we're hearing that they've got a framework of how they're going to sell the legalized pot when it's, you know, legalized for recreational use, the government that is. Um, have they approached you about growing for recreational use?
2: So it's never good to correct you because you're the show boss. But hey, do uh, there it. Are 50, there are fifty eight or so licenses issued. We have about seven of them.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
2: They're, they're yeah, they're across the country. So the reason Tweed and Canopy uh, ends up with about a thirty percent market share in the current market is because we produce a lot of cannabis of good quality, and people seem to uh, gravitate to that. Um, they haven't. We haven't talked to Ontario specifically about supply, but I will say that Ontario has been one of the more organized provinces, and that they actually had. There's a business card for our Ontario public servant that says something like uh, uh, cannabis uh, cannabis sale uh, or cannabis um, private sector sale regulator. So, like, they've actually had a team whose job is to understand all the supply chain, look at all the e-commerce models, look at regulation. They've been doing that for about a year. They've been through to see us on a couple of occasions, Mm -hmm. but the actual... uh, Will you sell us cannabis at these prices hasn't been negotiated. There are other provinces in Canada that are further along in that um, because they saw that they want to make sure they have access to enough quantity, not just enough for the first day.
0: Yeah, that's the problem because they want to make sure that they uh, kill the black market. But if your quantity is not there, you're not going to be able to kill the black market.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not, you're not turning on a light switch, right? I think it's right. like public policy and a program. So what will happen is if you decrease the black market by 20% a year, uh, that's a pretty good march. And it won't just be about supply. Right now, if you go on the black market in the dispensaries, it's not just about dry cannabis. There's all kinds of products they make that uh, we currently aren't allowed to make. And I think that what's going to happen under these rules is we're going to be allowed to make edibles, liquid Mm -hmm. consumables. And because we're regulated by the same authority as regulates other intoxicants, it's a pretty great day for us, uh, Canopy Tweed. But I bet it's not a super great day if you're the big liquor guys. How so? You're probably wondering. Well, you're saying, shoot, Uh guy cashes his paycheck. He's got 50 bucks he's going to spend. Now he's got a choice. Which government store is he going to? Is he going to still spend all 50 bucks at the LCBO? Or is he going to spend 30 bucks at the LCBO and 20 bucks at the uh, marijuana control board?
0: Right. Which well, means- I mean, you talk to any of the... Uh- The you know, we're going to talk to the mayor a little bit later on in the show. And I think the belief is, you know, for the uh, politicians is that if you don't smoke pot now, you're probably not going to smoke pot later. And I wonder if that's one of the reasons why there's only, you know, 80 standalone stores that will be open July 1st, uh, 2019 across the province. I mean, that to me seems like a very low number based on the demand for medicinal marijuana. Do you think that number is adequate to handle what will be the demand?
2: No, I think it's a starting point and they'll roll out and keep getting better. It's that whole twenty percent of the market each year. But I do think that the online part, like I think a lot of us are pretty comfortable, I would sooner frankly deal with Amazon than I would uh going to a store. And so increasingly people are quite comfortable uh with the online option. And I don't think like the number of people who are gonna consume this product won't be about smoking it. Smoking it's not socially kind of a the norm now. right? And so you're going to see products coming uh, from producers like Canopy and Tweed, which over time look directly competitive to the current alternate intoxicants. So why not have these active ingredients suspended in a liquid? Mm -hmm. Why not have them targeting a strength? that could be 6, 14 or 40% equivalents. And all of a sudden then you start to frame this as a really different offering than it is when it's a black market. And that's possible because when big and growing companies use capital to make better products it changes the dried flower from a finished good into an ingredient and the ingredient um, can make a lot of different things and so i think you're going to see canada lead the world in how to actually transform cannabis into something that's a bit more socially normal and less damaging than alcohol
0: so you're discussing the uh, legality of those uh, edible products right now with the government
2: We push all the time, edibles, consumables, drinkables, vaporizables. Like, you know, you see a lot of people vaping. They might be stopping smoking or they may be enjoying THC. That is a product I can't currently make, but would be pretty effective in terms of combating the black market.
0: We're talking with Bruce Linton, who is, of course, the chairman, CEO, and co-founder at Canopy Growth. Uh, They hold seven of the 58 medicinal marijuana uh, licenses. Uh, So I have learned, and I want to ask you about this. I know you also have the exclusive deals with people like Snoop Dogg to distribute their cannabis products. How does what the government uh, mentioned today, how does that affect those?
2: So uh, people are going to expect to get information. They're going to have branded products. They won't have packaging that's super colorful, but they will have names of the products. They'll have uh, things like uh, what's in it, THC, CBD, and uh, they'll have the vendors and contacts. So uh, Leased by Snoop is, it's like a commercial brand. And I don't see that as any particularly different than a variety of other names. It's just a better one.
0: You know, marketing is super important, right? Are you guys going to be able to market online? Will you be able to, you know, uh, do a link to Snoop's uh, promotional page or will that be a no-no?
2: This is what the game's about. Yeah. So all of these things will evolve and change. We're going to land somewhere between what cigarette companies can't do and what alcohol and beer companies can do. And I think you're going to be fine that we get there because, you know, right now my competitors don't have great advertising. I like think I said on the show, right? Like the, the brand I compete with is called Ziploc. And, uh, you know, a little bag of the product is not exactly where we're taking this. We want this to be finished goods that our brand, is, that people feel are consistent every time they come in.
0: Consumer packaged goods yeah
2: you you know you, you're not looking to uh spin the revolver you want if it was a great experience last time. you want the same thing this time, and that's what's going to happen under a really properly delivered scheme
0: wow i uh I appreciate the time today I, I you know I didn't think we'd roll into this conversation about edibles because it's a it's a a lot of steps ahead of what the government announced today. But um let's just quickly wrap up with what the government announced today. Are you happy with it, or do you think it doesn't go far enough?
2: I think it's a great start. If they said, you know, everything's on, everything can happen, it would be chaos. So this is this is a pretty controlled start. It's all about having a legal supply train, a proper controlled environment, and letting us bring more as we prove ourselves out. That's I really start.
0: I really appreciate your time, Bruce. As always, have yourself a fantastic weekend.
2: Thanks for having me on. Bye bye.
0: Cheers.